Whoa, 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 whoa. We are not starting the podcast this week with the intro music. We cannot start the podcast this week with the intro music. Uh-uh, not today. Because there was a sound bite over the weekend that gave me goosebumps like you cannot imagine. It's giving me goosebumps right now thinking about it. This is the only way we can start off this week's podcast. It doesn't really make too much difference to most of you guys listening. But if you've followed the show for the last couple of months, I suppose we've only done a couple of months to this show, you know exactly where I'm going with this and with that said you can play the intro music I am a happy man today. It is Coach Sean here coming to you from the Coach Sean Fitness Studios quarter. Well, this particular quarter for another week, but we'll get that a little bit later. Um, Welcome to this week's episode of the Coach Sean Fitness Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about supplements. But before I get to supplements, I played the clip there about the the 49ers getting into the Super Bowl. So now, don't worry, I'm not going to talk about specifics about football. But this is a long time coming for me. Very happy about it, but... The game didn't start at 20 to 12 uh, um, on Sunday night. So it meant I got to sleep around half to 3 o'clock. And because we won and we're in the Super Bowl, it meant I didn't really sleep until around half, 3, 4 o'clock. Which meant I had around an hour, hour and a half skip before I was up for uh, a session on um, on Monday morning, 6 a.m. I had a couple of classes out there. Got a little workout. I didn't do a whole hell of a lot. I got a very little 20-minute workout back home. And thankfully, I had time in my schedule on the Monday to get a couple of hours of, of, of sleep. And um, the reason I bring this up, one, I'm delighted. But two, there actually is a specific reason I am bringing it up. Because, you see, while I was over the moon, my 49ers finally getting back to the Super Bowl. And they haven't won it since 1995. That's why I'm really happy about this. But my point is, Monday was supposed to be a dark day. A depressing day, if you will, because Monday was Blue Monday. What is Blue Monday? Blue Monday is the most depressing time of the year, uh, the most depressing day of the year. They say because you're you're a month after Christmas. There's not too much more, not too much to look forward to. The dark nights. You're you're after going a long time without getting paid. A lot of us waiting to the end of the month to get paid, and it's just a very very depressing day. And I thought about it, and I was like, that's horseshit. There's something stupid behind this. So I did what we always do on the Coach on Fitness Podcast. I did some research into this. So there actually is a scientific formula to why Blue Monday is the third Monday of the year. Seemingly, and I'm not making this up, that has to do with time travel. There's a formula for time travel. I uh, Sorry, not time travel. That's definitely made up. Travel time, which is a big difference of time travel. Uh, travel time delays, time spent on cultural activities, time spent relaxing, time spent sleeping, time spent in a state of stress, time spent packing and time spent in preparation. They put this all in one massive formula and it somehow came out that the third Monday in the year is the most depressing day. It's also the week where most people put up uh, or update their LinkedIn bios and, and they're looking towards getting a new job. Um, To be honest with you, I was like, this is a gimmick. This is... It, I, I hate it. I hate the idea of it. I hate that every day has to be something day. I, like Tuesday was National Hugging Day. Like, who decides what National Hugging Day is? But I specifically hate this one because this is a couple of years now where I keep hearing it more and more. And, and 
and you see it on Facebook and every single like news website or radios, um, radio Facebook or Instagram. They're looking for content all the time, so they're just all day Monday just keep saying Blue Monday, Blue Monday, Blue Monday. And when you see it so much, you're gonna believe it unless you can block out that that negative energy and and just be like, no, there's no such thing as Blue Monday, which there isn't because. Um, the always trusted Wikipedia page says the scientists call this pseudoscience which is another term for horse BS pretty much no horse BS is two different animals Sean but basically it's BS there's one thing I can't stand is BS but if you are interested seemingly this whole Blue Monday stuff of course it is marketing of course the gimmick it came from sky travel seemingly back in 2005 so they probably tried to get more people to book holidays to get over this whole Blue Monday thing that's where Blue Monday comes from. It's all negative crap. I avoided it because I was very happy on Monday despite my lack of sleep. And um, it also meant it was a really tough session on Castanac Boot Camp that night. Um, the happier I get, the harder those sessions get really. But really did enjoy that session. And with that said, we're going to go straight into today's topic, which is on supplements. Okay, so the reason today's topic is on supplements, um, I'm going to talk about a, f- a few different supplements and what you could take uh, to, to help you a little bit more, but th- there's a couple of different points I want to get across here, and, and right from the get-go, the, the main one being, because we're three to four weeks into New Year's, and people have their resolutions, and they might be realizing that it's, it's a longer uh, process to get through, you know, uh, progress is a slow process, and they might be looking for for a quick fix, something to, to to just speed the process a little bit more. And they might hear about different supplements or different vitamins and be like, that's my answer. If I have that, I'm going to get my results a lot, lot quicker. And, and it's that stage where you kind of fall into the trap and, you know, the shake diets, the fat burners, the pills. And basically, if it's a quick fix, it sounds too good to be true. It usually is. The, the, the fact is... It, it takes hard work it takes time and if you've put like for example the obvious one is is, is putting on weight um over a, you know a, a large number of time and if that's over a long time you're not going to lose it really quick just doesn't work that way it's gonna take time it's gonna take time to, to lose that weight so i want to talk about supplements and, and stuff that that i've found has worked for me or might have worked for me that may work for you but just know when i'm talking about this that in most cases we are talking about the the five to ten percent of the formula to, to to a healthy lifestyle with your fitness and health that it this is like this is the peak this is a small bit added on at the end that might give you a, a little extra boost but th- if you consider this a, a band-aid for a bad diet for a bad lifestyle it's not going to work you're going to get zero benefit from it so unless you have everything else you know in, in order in terms of you're getting as close you can to a healthy diet or eating regularly and um, you're you're getting your exercise in two three four times a week you're, you're doing a good bit knowing that supplements can add like it's supplements it says it in the word it's supplements your healthy lifestyle it's not a replacement for a meal in, in pretty much any situation there's a few exceptions for that um one is like folic acid for pregnant women and this is taken directly from webmd because believe it or not i don't have much experience being a pregnant woman so um i'm not going to comment on it too much i'm just going to go straight to webmd and that one um folic acid is a pregnancy superhero 
Okay. Uh, taking a prenatal vitamin with the recommended 400 micrograms of folic acid before and during pregnancy can help prevent birth defects of your brain's brain, your baby's brain and spinal cord. Jesus. Uh, take it every day and go ahead and have a bowl of fortified cereal too. Okay. Uh, what is folic acid? Folic acid is a man-made form of B vitamin called folate. Folate plays an important role in the production of red blood cells and helps your baby's neural tube develop into her brain and spinal cord. The best food sources of folic acid are fortified cereals. Folate and is found naturally in dark green vegetables and citrus fruits. But my God, if you're listening to this podcast for help uh, on being pregnant and what foods and stuff to eat, you're, you're, you're listening to the wrong podcast right there. And that's another thing I want to get across in this podcast. We are going very basic level of nutrition and supplements and um, for more really really in-depth stuff see a dietitian see a nutritionist something a, a lot of personal trainers will talk about nutrition like they, they know all the ins and outs of it and realistically some obviously know more than others but a lot of people just bsing that they, that they know everything and you can pack this all into to one formula and go really deep on on, on nutrition and and fitness and it's just it's, it's a very very complicated system especially if you think you have some sort of um some sort of some, some sort of problem with your nutrition that you're not quite too sure how to manage i would pretty much go to a dietitian get checked out that way rather than listening to anyone including myself on a podcast or or looking it up on, on, on google because if you Put your symptoms of Google. Google will probably tell you you're going to die. So don't do that. Get checked out by a dietitian. So with that said, we're just going to go into some of the supplements that that talking to other people, what I've read, researched, and what I've done myself can can help in my opinion. We're not going to get too deep into it. Um, before we get into the, the likes of fish oils and vitamin Ds and stuff like that, I will say right off the bat that I would take a protein supplement a whey protein supplement and um, the times i would take it would be i think i talked about this before on the podcast i would take it sometimes first thing in the morning when i'm in a only when i'm in a good gym routine i'll take a first thing in the morning if i know i'm going to train after a session or within the first hour or two of the day then i just like to have something light in my body and, and most whey proteins you're talking about only 100 calories or something like that so it's light but it's something in the body and, and and keeps me going from there or at the end of a gym session i'll have a protein shake if i know i'm not going to eat in the next half hour hour now that's nothing to do with the whole anabolic window you have to get protein in straight away i just know that if i have a protein shake i can delay having food until i get home and cook a proper meal otherwise if i leave the gym absolutely starving after a good session and then let's say i have to fill up the the, the car with, with uh, or the truck with some diesel I know if I walk into that, that um, the petrol station to pay and I see a couple of bag of crisps or, or a chocolate bar or something there, I know without thinking I will pick that up and just have something to have on the way home in the car. Whereas if I have a protein shake, I won't do that. Slightly expensive habit in, in that respect, but it, it, it more so helps me keep on track. Uh, and you know if I'm buying a big, if I'm spending 67 quid on, on a tub of whey protein that's going to last me a month. I want to get my benefit out of it so I, I want to be like I don't want to use it for a week here not train week there so it's a little bit of accountability as well to get my my so-called money's worked out of it because I like I said the start it probably has a small minimum 
minimal. Like I, I feel like it has a bit more than a minimal um effect on me. I feel it has a little bit more. It helps me make sure I've got enough protein in my body for for the day. Uh, without worrying too much about getting extra meat or anything like that in and just stick with my my normal nutrition just with just a little bit of extra protein for the shake so i find it works for me and, and speaking of morning exercise and stuff and another supplement i suppose that a lot of us use would be caffeine uh obviously in our coffees and stuff like that for myself and i, I think i talked about this before in the podcast um with coffee i i think it's a terrible idea to have a first thing in the morning i think you're going to be tired and groggy anyway it kind of your body just kind of kicks in in, in any way which you're, you're you're as you're waking up i forget the exact term there is a release of, of some chemical it's it's tip me tongue can't think of it but i remember reading into it before like the first two three hours you shouldn't really need coffee and after that when you get that first little dip then take your your your, your morning coffee from there it probably is morning unless you're up at 10 11 o'clock in the morning uh then you definitely need coffee but um I would rather have my coffee two, three hours in. I might have it slightly earlier if I know I'm going to train. And then I'll use it as a little um, a pre-workout before having coffee because I hate the pre-workout supplements. Absolutely hate them. Tried them once with a friend. And, oh, God, my I, I actually felt like I had a hangover midway through my session. And then everything started tingling on me. It was just in stupidly insane like and, and these things are just sold across the counter like it's uh, so if you're you're thinking like where'd you get that stuff from most pre-workouts seem to do this i had a one time it was a late night session i was like i am wrecked like, oh, have some pre- pre-workout I was like, what is this and i just ended up taking it, which is a stupid idea felt awful 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 never touched stuff again but a cup of coffee is not a bad idea to have before a session if you're feeling a little bit tired but i feel like as a session goes on anyway you'll you, you'll feel a little bit better so with that said we're going to go straight into a couple of different supplements what they are if they could help uh, and and my experience with them as well in, in some cases so the first one is your fish oils and your fish oils basically they have uh, omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids and we can't produce that in our bodies so we need to get them from our diets now omega-6 is is, is a lot easier to get in omega-3 omega-6 you can get in your plant oils and you can get in your meat for example whereas omega-3 is harder to come by you can get it in snails and insects but i have a feeling not many of you listening are going to be eating snails and insects but you can also get it in um, mackerel and salmon surprise surprise you can get it in fish oils from fish that's pretty cool but you know salmon's pretty expensive so you don't really want to be having salmon all the time just to get your fish oils in uh if you had fish two to three times a week you may be getting enough um omega omega tree omega trees broke down into dha and epa and i'm not even gonna attempt to um to, to, to um say the long version of dha because i will butcher that word like you will not believe but why is fish oils, particularly omega-3s, good? They're very important for your health because they're good for cardiovascular function, your nervous system function, your brain development, immune health, improved glucose management, healthier joints, reduced inflammation, uh, reduced post-exercise soreness as well. Um, I actually seen, uh, they did, what was it? I was like, oh, I'm going on a tangent here, but I remember seeing a really old, do you remember that show Brainiac? Uh, Richard Hammond used to do, I think it was Brainiac. And they did like one of those IQ tests and then they put the guy on nothing but fish for 30 days and, and he was that bad that he even smelt the fish. The same way they did this anyway, but that, that's the program said. At the end of it, 
um, his his IQ was like slightly higher because he had fish and stuff all the time. They're like, because it is, that's why you need your, your fish oils for, for brain development. Now, I'm not too sure how much of a scientific study that was, but I found it kind of interesting and funny. Anyway, the opposite side of that is that the research shows if you have like low DHA consumption, the DHA is one of the omega-3 uh, omega fatty acids. Uh, if you have low DHA consumption of blood levels, it's associated with brain memory loss, difficulty concentrating, Alzheimer's disease, and other mood problems. Now, here's the thing with supplements, and most good supplement companies will say this anyway. They're, they won't, they, you may say that there's research that shows that, that low DHA uh, could result in Alzheimer's disease, but a supplement can't cure or prevent am i right in saying prevent i'm trying to be very careful my words here uh they won't promote anyway that, that they cure alzheimer's disease it's, it's not it's not the 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 go-to solution or anything like that um it's good for all the other stuff i mentioned before but you know it, it's not it's not a doctor's pill at the end like i said there's a reason that supplements are like five percent rather than these life-changing supplements or or as WebMD MD said earlier a superhero drug which is okay fair enough and um, so I just want to get that across with supplements so don't be like I you know if you know someone that you know could be struggling with Alzheimer's disease like oh fish oil and stuff like that you go to a doctor don't listen to a person don't listen to any person trying to advice like that go 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 to the doctor and ask them um or a nutritionist more or a dietitian more so so Basically, some fish oil, go back to the two, to fish oil, some are cheaper than others. Um, and, and the really cheap ones, you're not going to get, you might need a lot, lot more capsules to get the recommended amount. Um, and and that's that's the problem with, with fish oils and most of these supplements is that the, there's so many di different research on how much content uh, each capsule should have and how much your 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 RDA should be and there's there's always going to be different ranges in that uh it, it really does depend on on the quality of fish oil you do have so uh, unfortunately that that's a cop out answer on that one yeah I've read that you know some of them they can range from like you know sixty to ninety mg and you need over seven hundred fifty mg combined of your EPA DHA but they are ballpark numbers it's one of those where you kind of have to kind of ex experiment a little bit with. Our next uh, supplement I want to talk about is magnesium. Uh, magnesium is an essential mineral for humans. And once again, your body does not produce it. God damn it, buddy. So I read somewhere that like up to like 56 or something like 56% of Americans are deficient in magnesium. They don't have too much different nutrition. Okay, that some of our food is a lot worse than we have it over here. But it probably is a large percentage of our population could be deficient in magnesium as well. Um and it's it's very un, unvalued uh, magnesium and basically what is magnesium um, it, it's responsible for over 300 different chemical processes in the body one of the main benefits of magnesium is improved sleep it can help relax calm the nervous system you know just promote a, a more deep restful sleep uh, some experts say once again you're, you're messing with it with the exact amounts but some say up to 2000 uh, mg a day you should have i also heard before that it helps with um cardiovascular fitness so i would have used magnesium leading up to my last marathon 
And I'm not supposed to talk about marathons because that's for the other podcast. Plug on the Any Given Sunday podcast. Any Given Runday podcast. Can't believe I've got the name of my own podcast wrong. Uh, plug on the Any Given Runday podcast where I'll probably talk a little bit more magnesium in the next couple of weeks on, on that one. But I can't say it definitely helped because I was doing other things. I was obviously training. I was using the sauna for my breathing and stuff as well in those last four to six weeks leading up to my second marathon. So I can't say that magnesium definitely helped because and also it wasn't a, a controlled study on it but a lot of people say it can help there's been some studies to say it can help with your your cardiovascular fitness as well as your athletic performance it can help improve muscle contractions and seemingly can help reduce cramps but cramps is one of those weird ones i remember i used to work in a, in a bar and someone asked me for for tonic water because the what is a queenine 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 and tonic water uh, to help with cramps and there's not really much research in that but that person swore by it and it worked for them like whenever they had tonic water they didn't get their cramps and they didn't have tonic water they did get their cramps so even though the research says one thing the guy lived another thing so you know where, where, do, you, where do you stand on that if it works if it ain't broke don't fix it I can't turn around and tell him yeah but the research is very inconclusive on whether quinine and, and tonic water works for it and then you know and he's like well it works for me and he had just tonic water it wasn't a gin and tonic by the way so you can find magnesium uh, in vegetables avocados oily fish nuts and seeds but if you're not getting enough of them in your in your diet you know it might not be a bad idea to supplement with with magnesium especially if you are doing uh, a lot more training and you're looking to do longer distances and you're taking some sort of multivitamin stuff like that as well i probably would recommend uh magnesium because i say that because uh, i'm gonna start taking again pretty soon myself for for my own my own training so it's one of those if i if i do it I'm not saying you should, you should definitely do it, but I can say it, I feel like it's a good thing. Whereas some of these things are going to come up in a minute. I'm like, I don't know because I've never tried them. So that that's the way I, I, I would look at it there. Um, uh, yeah, so actually we'll just move on because I'm about to go on another tangent there. Stop myself on another tangent. We're going to go move on to uh, vitamin D. And vitamin D is one of those vitamins we don't get enough of because we get vitamin D from the sun. And if you look outside right now, and I don't care you're, if you're listening to this podcast on the day of recording the January 22nd, or it could be June 22nd, which is, according to that formula I said earlier, one of the, the happiest days of the year. <laughs> you probably won't see the sun no matter what day you look out in this country. So uh, that's why a large percentage of us are deficient in vitamin D, um, which is a big thing because... Uh, studies have revealed that low vitamin D levels in the body they're associated with you know a loss of muscle strength and mass as we get older they, an increase in cancers low levels of immunity high blood pressure uh, development of diabetes and obviously it's a small part of those things it's not like if you've got low vitamin D all that's going to come it's just there's a, it's associated with an increased risk of that not saying that if you're not getting any sun that's not going to happen um, and also like some of the other vitamins that came up we don't produce in the bodies uh, sorry we unlike the other vitamins we do produce it but we produce less vitamin D as we age um, and I've also read different things on it like the recommended amount is somewhere between a thousand IU and up to ten thousand IU and I'm like where where's the line there but I, it seems to be somewhere around the two thousand three thousand levels uh, on, on that one 
Um, uh, and just a little bit more on, on vitamin D. Without enough vitamin D, activated vitamin D in the body, uh, dietary calcium cannot be absorbed, and calcium is essential essential for signaling between brain cells, development of bone, and tooth formation. So they are just a couple of vitamins that you might hear a lot about that people swear by that that will make the, the world difference. But you know the, the, the bottom line is they can only aid a healthy lifestyle. They can be helpful. So I wouldn't say no one ever needs them. Like so they, they can help, but they're not essential, those, those supplements. If you're basing your whole, whether you're going to be successful in your goals for 2020 on the supplements alone that you're taking, you know, I, 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 it, it's not going to, it's not going to help. But I also find that going back to, to how I feel when I take whey protein, that if you are taking a good multivitamin, not a, not a, not a cheap one, uh, a, a good one that does have, uh, you know, your enough, enough RDA in, in a couple of capsules instead of like 15 capsules. Um, if you're having a good multivitamin and maybe a fish oil or magnesium, if you're doing endurance race as well, and that multivitamin has enough vitamin D3 in it, I find that mentally, if you're taking those supplements, you're already in that mindset of being healthier that it can help. It's like what I talked about before. If you get up and the first thing you do in the morning is have a pint of water, you're already switched on to being a little bit more healthier that day. There's a reason you're having that water. You know why um, you're having that water. You're making a conscious effort each and every day to be healthier. So if you had a glass of water, which you usually have your vitamins with, with, your, with, with a meal, but if you're taking them, you're like, right, I'm, I'm on a healthier track. So I, I feel they can help that way, but just don't think of it as these are going to be life-changing alone without you putting in the work and the effort into into your training and into your nutrition around the your 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 diet is around around the day pretty much as well so actually that's kind of a, a long episode there i think i went nearly 25 minutes there which is a lot longer than, than i normally do so what I'm going to do is going to pretty much wrap up this this podcast episode there. I think I got my point across on, on the supplements there. Hopefully, I didn't really do, go into too many tangents about it. And hey, I only spent a minute talking about the fact of the 49ers in the Super Bowl, which is a lot less time than I've spent talking to everyone else I've met in person over these past two, three days about the 49ers going to the Super Bowl. So, wrapping up the podcast here. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. If you do, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts to help get the podcast out there a little bit more. Those of you that have been shared on Instagram stories, I genuinely thank you guys so much for that. That is pretty cool. And then uh, check out coachonc.com where you can sign up for my weekly newsletter. Last week we were talking about, uh, we went in depth on the obesity epidemic and why I feel it's a little more complicated than just calories in, calories out. Obviously that's the main thing to lose weight, but there's a lot more going on than just that. And that's why we do have a problem uh, in this world pretty much with, with obesity. Um, so check out the weekly newsletter any suggestions DM me on Instagram at coach underscore Sean C and that's it from me from coach Sean take care